Disclaimer, in this podcast, we might use some three, four, five letter bad words, like maybe fuck, possibly even shit. butthole. Not a bad word. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna. That's so. That's the most innocent bad word you could throw in. So, just so everybody knows, uh, you've been warned, and on with the show. Yeah, she never really knows what's coming and it's it's kind of fun because then i can do fun things like sing birthday songs to her because you know it, it was just mel's birthday sure yeah and a belated birthday song a belated birthday. birthday song and i mean one of my favorite birthday songs kind of goes like this no. happy birthday you're not special everyone thinks you smell badly I just wanted to embarrass you. That's why I'm singing this song. So happy fucking birthday, you fucking crack whore. <laughs> hey, everybody. You're listening to Filters where, Removed. Where the where did you learn this song? Oh, my God. That song. Benny Larson on the vocals. Yeah, not good vocals. Uh, that song is by No Effects. And oh, that's for, why I don't know it. Uh, for all my friends' birthdays, that's generally what they get because it's a funny song. So yes, I am. But I was gonna say, do they get it on video like I just did? Uh no, no, that costs okay, extra. Okay, so that was okay. So, that yeah. was, so that's special. And if okay, you perfect. subscribe to my OnlyFans, that you know, I sing it from a different orifice, not my mouth. Oh. <laughs> But that costs but a lot extra. Birthdays. But butthole birthdays. But yeah, you're listening. Listen, who are you again? I'm Dwayne Larson. Uh, I think I'm Melissa Johnstone still. And yes, happy happy belated birthday, Melissa. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. A week a week after April. A week. I will never week forget. Week apart. Week apart. Week apart, babies. I will never Man, forget your birthday, but I probably will because I'm an idiot. If we could, we would celebrate together. It's true. You would both be wine drunk and that, yeah, that's, I might be Cheers. whiskey beer drunk. But I love April's wine drunk. I feel like it correlates really well with my wine drunk. It, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You two are, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. special. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just chill. Just chilling. Um, but uh, we we have a guest again, and I'm very excited, kind of, because sure do not not that I'm not excited about this guest, but this is the <laughs> second this is the second week in a row. I am surrounded by two immensely <laughs> talented, beautiful ladies, and I'm the fucking so, ogre again. Okay, so I then, look better so this time. If we ever have another guest on and you don't say that now, they're going to feel hideous because you said that twice. Well, I'll just keep saying it then because <laughs> although the last time I, I feel justified in saying it because I looked like death warmed over because I just got my vaccination shot. Oh, yeah. You were on the you were riding the train of post covid vaccine. Listen, right. though, we have we've, we've got Cameron Harder from Cameron Elizabeth photo. Hello. Hi. 
the queen of portraits. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you on the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say maybe list like probably easier to list the photographers, like female photographers you haven't taken pictures of oh in Winnipeg. <laughs> it's been just like everybody lately and I'm like so like pleased and just like oh my gosh, grateful. <laughs> I'm like oh, what a yeah, like, full circle like a moment. Like compliment. I went here like workshop in the past and then I photographed you I'm like oh gosh <laughs> yeah man and it was a full, full circle moment because Cameron is in the same studio building that I used to be in Ooh. so that was fun kind of going back yeah not the same studio but like same building which I'm pretty sure that building's haunted I don't know but <laughs> which which building the, the Artlington oh. uh, building where I did my Marlinson. dirty photos. Cute. And I did give April the mug, fine. The mug and the photos finally showed up finally. Yes, and she loved it. I know. She loved it. If you guys didn't see it in the Instagram stories, you fucking missed out. It was great. If, if, she's, if he, she's gonna sip from that every day she's gonna put her lips on that. It's true. Every day. And on the other side, it says start your morning with a hot cup of Dwayne, I think. Or something. Oh, like I think that. She's, you think she'll like lick right down the center of the like chest hair? Like, bleh. I would hope so. There's not much chest hair there, but you know, I would hope she would just trail down to nothing. I just assume everyone has chest hair because Gav is just like full hair. I am like a hairless cat. I swear to God. There's not much, like, <laughs> obviously you can't see too much anymore, but there's not, I don't have a ton of, of hair. Like a hairless cat. I am. Oh my God. Like a fat, rolly hairless cat that's what i am listen that makes me laugh because like so we're gav and i are both pretty allergic to cats that's why we don't have any and our girls want a pet right now so bad and i got my mama cat so they always say that they want a cat and i said well if we get a cat it has to be hairless because we're both allergic and then sable's like i don't want a hairless cat and got really upset and then i was like well how do you think all the hairless cats feel that no one want them wants them because they're all ugly <laughs> and then she was like started to cry and she was like i want a hairless cat that's not fair that no one likes them i love Some, that. someone needs to have a hairless cat i'm like did i just give you a complex i'm so sorry like i just made you feel guilty about not wanting oh, that's that's why every cat. hairless cat has been adopted to this day oh everyone just feels so bad for them they're like you're so fucking ugly i gotta take you home and get you out of here like I just look it. like a, a little skin bag with eyes like they're chickens little chickens oh, they... <laughs> you look like a little chicken i haven't i don't think I, i've never met one in person and i really want to because i want to like give it a scritch and i mean all you're gonna feel is skin. they feel like men's parts tell you that oh <laughs> It's a ball sack cat. It's an interesting feeling. It's a ball sack cat. Oh, just a big old bag of foreskin. I yeah. get it. I get it. I yeah. understand. Um, that's I like that. the worst thing I've ever seen. I like that. They're just walking foreskins. Great. <laughs> Their eye just pops out. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Why? Did, why it just We can't get away from it. It just it's true. keeps coming back. It's true. So, not the foreskin, just the penis talk, but... <laughs> the foreskin just keeps growing. What back. if you were? What if you were followed by a giant? <laughs> a giant foreskin. What, what would you do? What would you do if you were just like walking down the street and every time you turn around, like a giant foreskin just got closer and closer to you? 
Um, but why would you be, it would it just be like, would you do this with an, if I didn't have foreskin and would it be mad that you were being so racist against foreskin? <laughs> that you just don't like foreskins. Just, just cut that out. Just cut that out later. Um, listen, Cameron, <laughs> have you still been busy shooting you? So you shoot lots and lots of models and lots and lots of solo portraits, which is very different from my life. Mm-hmm. but so have you still been as busy as normal with yeah. pandemic? Yeah. I mean it's honestly been pretty good I was like very wary of like them opening us back up again in February here in Manitoba to let us yeah. work again um and worried that they'd only allow for like outdoor sessions which would not have worked for me because I shoot <laughs> primarily in the studio yeah so so I'm very thankful that uh things have been really busy I did like mini sessions for a good couple of months now and yeah, I'm kind of slowing that down because it's been a lot and I can't be like offering promos forever, which exactly. one of my clients apparently asked and was wondering why that was that or why that was. But I'm like, well, can't always offer a discount. They're also not a discount. Oh, they were just straight up mad that you didn't give them a yeah. discount? Oh. I hate yeah, that. I, I, hate, the, I hate that so much. Fine. That or looking for a reasonably priced anything. As soon as I oh. see reasonably priced, I've already tuned it out and I'm like, you're cheap or don't cost an arm and a leg yeah i was just gonna say the arm and a leg comment is the one that i see the most on that stupid group that they i keep getting added back to it i don't want to be in this group of people looking for discounts like Uh this is not what i'm going for um well why don't you uh just tell a little bit about yourself cameron like how kind of how you got started into photography and how you got into shooting what you love to shoot now give us a background I have been in business now for six years, I want to say, almost six years. I went to Prairie View, which is now called Willis College in Manitoba, in Winnipeg. What? Um, so I did the diploma program there for a year. Yeah. Dwayne, did you go to? I, yeah, I went, God, how long has it been? Uh, 12 years ago. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I graduated from there, I think 2015. So I, yeah. God, way I, after you, Dwayne. Way after you. Yeah, I can't even. I feel like I somehow had a feeling that you went there, but I wasn't sure. But yeah. it's a great school. Like I learned a lot. Probably some things that a lot of stuff I don't even use anymore, which is a whole other story. But um, yeah, I learned a lot. Made lots of great friends, and I've been shooting ever since. So I majored in weddings. Started with that. Um, did lots of second shooting in the beginning of my career, and then yeah, just weddings kind of took off, and then I started shooting portraits which I really not sure how I started doing that um I did a few trips to New York shortly after school and um met up with some like models I guess kind of there and then I started to love taking portraits so yeah that kind of took off and now I just like found them on the street you're like hey your model and they're like yeah yeah no no everything is through (laughs) Instagram Instagram is like the biggest thing (laughs) yeah Instagram is huge for sure so do you yeah. work do you work primarily with models or is it kind of every kind of walk of life everything um, lots of different people so like lots of other like businesses creatives like lots of like brand shoots and content shoots and stuff and then yeah lots of like newer models that need photos for their portfolio and stuff like that so yeah it's like it's fun it's nice to work with people that like completely don't know what they're doing and mm. I have to coach them or people that completely do and I don't have to say anything like it's so neat to see like different perspectives and stuff 
so different hey working with a model versus it's kind of it's weird when you're so used to like giving all the direction and then you have an actual professional model in front of your camera which I've only had the experience of doing a couple times and it's just like oh oh it's wild. I'm like, why am I even here? I'm like, what am I, <laughs> what am I even right doing now? here? Yeah. yeah just, the button. I'm like, like I don't have to say anything. Yeah. What's the yeah. point of me right now? It's, yeah. like- it's great. Cause they can, they can go from like resting bitch face to like, they're smiling, they're laughing. It, and then oh, yeah. as soon as the camera's down again, they're just like straight faced normal again. It's like, how do you, how do you turn that part of you on? It's crazy. Yeah, it's like so dance. cool like to watch. Actors. Yeah. Although I have to say shooting models that instead of real couples, like if you've ever done like a styled shoot with models instead of couples is possibly the most awkward thing I've ever tried to do. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of like, there's a one styled shoot that we did a million years ago uh, with really young models. Uh, Nancy and I from KeyX, we shot this like uh, awesome winter German Christmas session together and picked out models from Panache and everything. And they were the most lovely and they were super fun. It was more editorial, so it worked. But anytime that you are doing a session where you really need people to cuddle and be intimate and they are models, it's like, no, man, you're just oh, going to get blue steel and posing. Mm. You will not, get, you're yeah. not going to get that intimate, like breathing into each other's mouths that you want. It's so yeah. weird. I know. I've never understood pairing like two two little tweens that are like 17 together for their like little wedding shoots they they can never fill out the dresses because they're teenagers and they don't have fully grown and developed women's bodies yet so you're like you're like i can't shoot the back of the dress because it's all pinned (laughs) up and awkward with those clips it's like so weird yeah i remember shooting one at Bridges Golf Course years ago. I think it was for like an upcoming wedding show or something. And like the model's mom like dropped her off and everything. I'm like, this is just, you shouldn't be modeling as a bride. Like you're like 16. This is wrong. This is so wrong. <laughs> also, do you find it, do you also find it more difficult to photograph photographers when you're doing their portraits? Cause do they try to like jump ahead and try to see what you're trying to do and already like kind of take direction of the shoot? Yes and no. Like photographers can be really great to photograph because, like Melissa, they know what they're doing, which can be really nice. You Some have to say know, that because you're on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I know what, you, I know what I, you mean, though. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's fun. I think the toughest thing is that, like, even for myself being photographed, um, I find other people when they shoot me maybe expect that like I already know what I want or I know how I'm going to want to pose, and I'm like, no, tell me what to do, like. Yeah. Just give me direction. Like, don't be nervous. Like I make that mistake with yeah. photographers. Sometimes I kind of under direct at first. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is my shoot. I can like yeah. <laughs> tell them stuff. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. If I ever get my picture oh, taken, awesome. I just don't want to look like a troll. That's all. That's it. That's all I ask. Just don't make me look completely <laughs> stupid. A little bit stupid. I'm cool with even completely stupid. I'm really okay with that. As, mm-hmm. as the photo showed, you know, that's, that's on my girlfriend's coffee mug. Cause we, we just got weird in that studio. We got real weird. Maybe, maybe Dwayne and I will bug you when we're finally going to do photos for this podcast. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll go pose together and be awkward. I love that. 
with the scooter? Oh yeah, I will definitely. Somebody told me. Oh my god, you have to model on the scooter. I will totally model with with and on and around and oiled up on the scooter. Um, yes. But somebody said I referred to it as scooting the other day, and they're like, I don't know if you can refer to it as scooting. I'm like, yeah, no, I can, because I am <laughs> scooting. But well, you own it. Do, doesn't that mean you're like scooting across? I'm like, no. And maybe I am scooting across the grass in my front yard. It's my grass. So. Oh, like a little, like a little bum scoot. Yeah, like a little bum I, scoot. Like, like it, your your butt's itchy and you just gotta scratch it, but you don't want to touch it. Do you remember the, uh, the little square scooters from gym class? Did you have those? Oh man, yes. Oh, how fun! Uh, we played how some- fun and how dangerous yep. were those? We played something called murder ball. <sighs> And it was like, it was like, it was dodgeball, except there was somebody that like threw those, um, the scooters out to you. If you got like, no, no, like rolled it to you on the person on your team. And then they'd like pull you back to the safe mat where you just had to touch the mat and then you get to pop up again and keep playing. But you know, if they just whipped you towards the mat. Oh, because they had the ropes tied onto them. Yeah. yeah, I remember whipping people around on those. That yeah. was so much fun. Oh, my God. oh, let's do a shoot with scooters. I think they're illegal now. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to we use can, them anymore. We can find them. We got to get our hands on some. Oh, my gosh. I remember many a cracked head or like a like broken oh, lip so from those. Oh, dangerous. Like, oh, the worst. I couldn't wait, though. Days when you had those scooters, I was like, this is the most fun I've ever had in my life. I have fond memories. <laughs> So we've been, not not to completely derail it, but I'm going to derail it. We've been watching this really stupid TV show. And April started watching it without me. And then I started Fuck. watching it. And I'm like, why, why do you do this to me every goddamn time? You know I'm going to get hooked on it. We are watching the third season of Temptation Island. And Ooh. I love it so much because I just love the fact that people put their relationships into it's that so like weird turmoil and i also i mean i'm old so i don't really care anymore but i'm like i want to go on the show and just be that person that doesn't give a shit and it's like i'm not but then tr- you get seduced by shelly from long island but i'm really not screwed but i'm really not going to because if i have to put in any work i'm just not into it i don't care I, I know what I got at home and I'm happy with it. And that's probably what they all say when they go to temptation Island. They're like, nothing can shake this commitment for the most part. I think so. But it's like, and that, and I, I'd never be allowed on that show because they're all like gorgeous and ripped and except all the guys this year have really bad hair, really, <laughs> really bad hair. It's oh terrible. Gosh, is this a reality show? Why yeah. have I never heard of this? Oh, oh my, my you've never heard Isn't of it? Isn't it old though? Isn't it? Hasn't it? It was been a it was on in the time like I'm gonna say it, the first iteration of it was the late '90s, and then they rebooted it. So if you don't know what it is, it's these couples go to Temptation Island. So right now they're in I guess it's Hawaii, and. The girls go on in the girls' villa. The guys go in the guys' villa. And so there's, right, this season, there's four girls, four guys. Um, And on the guys' villa, it's filled with a bunch of ladies that I'm assuming the producers pick based on 
what the guy's like, kind of their ideal mate or partner or whatever. And then same thing with the girls. And so like, it's all these people competing for, you know, the girl's attention. And I just so think how do hilarious. you win temptation Island? Like, I, how do you win you, it? Um, by, the, not tempted, by not breaking up. Is that yeah, pretty win? much because the very end of it, um, they decide like, um, they meet back up and you can either go home together and the person will like walk into the room and then you can decide if you're going home together or you just go home separately. And yeah, it's, I just, I love it. Cause I couldn't imagine putting, especially in your early twenties or mid twenties, putting your relationship in that much peril. Like it's the drama is wonderful. And I hate that. I love it so much, but it's, it's a fun show. It's I, I'm trying and not what to. What if they had like a photographer version of that? Ooh. Like where it was like. We're all competing brand, to shoot brands. that. No photography brand. It's like, here's the, there's the Canon huts and there's the Nikon huts. And then, <laughs> the Sony and then huts. halfway through the season, they mix it up and all of a sudden all these Sony people come in and it's like, will you leave shooting the same brand you came with? Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, or like natural light photographers versus the OCF <laughs> photographers. Mm -hmm. yeah. That would be interesting. But it's like the Hunger Games instead of Temptation Island. That would be very interesting. Oh, God. Yeah. I would not apply to be on that show. No, there's not I many would I would describe. be. Other than if they would actually let me on it and let, you know, an early 40s fat old man come on there and just not care. I just drink. I just drink. To go on the show. We're totally. Sure I'm we totally. Are. Totally. And I'm not nearly ripped enough. Let's be real. Everybody on that show oh is jacked. <laughs> it needs to be some type of like photographer's reality show. I guess that was kind of like America's Next Top Model, but that was like models. Mm -hmm. There's photographers on it. I don't know. But I guess was... that would be tough because you'd get the client. The clients would have to be involved, right? It'd be like a reality show of someone shooting weddings, which would probably be very entertaining, but okay. like they'd have to be okay with that. Right. Yeah. And you'd have to add, cause like no reality show is actually a reality show. There's always no, you know, like injected drama, drama happen. and stuff. Who wants and, that? You need mean, to make a fake wedding. Oh my God. Just drama watch, every like, wedding shoot. <laughs> what was the, my, what was it? The gypsy wedding show. That wasn't about photography, but I always thought about the photographer and, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Was it my big fat gypsy wedding or something? No, yeah. you guys didn't watch that. No. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, it was about like travelers, like the Romney gypsies and their weddings and like the crazy dresses they wear and huh. how hard they party and drink, but they're not the women aren't allowed to drink, just the men are. <laughs> sure. It's insane. You got to go look it up. I'm sure it's on YouTube. It's amazing. Um, Cameron, do you get weird like? So if you are always collaborating with models, do they come to you with ideas or is it largely your call? Um, that's a good question. Actually, I just had somebody. So at this point, um, if a model, I feel like this is like the rule of thumb or should be the rule of thumb for photographers. If a model yeah. or a client or whatever person approaches a photographer with a concept, yeah, they are paying the photographer. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. If the photographer reaches out to a model, client, whatever, it's a free shoot. It shouldn't be 
reaching out to someone and then asking for them to pay you, right? Yeah. So I've had, I actually had last week, someone reach out to me being like, oh yeah, like I have this idea, like let's shoot. And I'm like, sure, like these are my rates. And they're like, oh no, I was thinking like <laughs> CFP. And I'm like, sorry, no, like try reaching out to some newer people. Like I'm not, I'm six yeah. years in, don't really need to build my portfolio anymore. I think so. Like we're book a shoot, let me know. So it can be a little bit frustrating. But but to play devil's advocate here, if you reach out to a professional model and you're like, hey, I've got this idea, should you expect to pay for that model to show up and, I mean, deliver? Yeah. Yeah. If they want to send rates, then absolutely. Mm -hmm. I've paid for, I've paid to work with models in the States. I mean, some models in Winnipeg charge too. I feel like it's a little bit harder of a, of a place here to get away with that just because like we don't really have a big um I don't even know community yeah there's not like a big pool yeah yeah but definitely like in bigger cities like Toronto and the states and stuff I've paid to work with people before Mm -hmm. is model mayhem still a thing I don't know I remember (laughs) looking on that when I was new still and just being like what the fuck is this (laughs) I'm probably showing my age too but I remember like when I first started that was a thing people went on a lot and they were super sketchy. Like the models oh, yeah. would just oh. not show up. And I've heard many, yeah. many a horror story about that. Oh yeah. Or they'd show up. That's drunk why it's called or mayhem. Over. Yeah. Not, not, not model. Uh, trustworthy. It's model mayhem. <laughs> model trustworthy. <laughs> it's terrible. That was the first word I could think of. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Had a long day. <laughs> not model trust site. Yeah, no. Oh my God. You guys, I had, <clears throat> I've been obsessed with um, the cold brew coffee from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And there's like a, there's a, it's called, what is it called? Brown sugar oat shaken espresso or something. So it's oat milk. I've heard of like that brown one. Brown sugar, brown sugar syrup in it. And it's topped with cinnamon. Oh God. It's so oh. good. So I, I've had it a couple times in the last week. Like I probably shouldn't. God, that place is expensive. But I had one today and I was like, oh, they always put so much ice in. And instead of asking for less ice, I got a venti. I am still buzzing. And that was at 3 p.m. <laughs> and I went on the thing and looked and there's five shots of espresso in a Holy venti. Shit. Five, five shots of espresso. How am I not in the <laughs> hospital right now? <laughs> I said to Gab before, I was like, I don't feel good. Like, I don't feel good right now. Like, I feel like I'm going to like have a, a little breakdown or something like my brain's just like zzz, zzz, zzz. like I'm just like on edge and whatever that was a few hours ago but holy because you had five shots I'm having of... wine right now just to like come down from the venti because you had five <laughs> shots of espresso and a ton of sugar who needs five shots of espresso I mean actually throw... I, I ask for less pumps of the thing but um because yeah it is super sweet but really I can't good. do any I of that stuff recommend. That is not not my jam. Don't get a venti, get a grande or something. I I'm, I'm straight I'm straight black, just americano or whatever the regular stuff is. So simple. I'm very I don't simple. Even Again, drink pure. What? We're even drink coffee. I know. That's it. We're we're done. We're fucking done. I don't know how I've interview. never ever gotten into it. I was a flight attendant for like four or five oh years. And I still didn't even get into it. <laughs> like, you know what? Gavin didn't even start drinking coffee until like. I don't know, six years ago. That's crazy. Too. So until he was like in his thirties, like 
something yeah. about the taste just is not into it i'll it's, do it's, i like a good like it's hot an acquired taste <laughs> it's not yeah. something you come upon like you know what i can't wait to like drink this again like it's like any other gross thing that people like to consume <laughs> like you have to you know like <laughs> beer like the first time yeah. a kid has a sip of beer True. it's like what the fuck did i just put in my mouth <laughs> It's the worst thing ever. And somehow it's like, now I crave it. <laughs> it's just so good. So I, good. <clears throat> do, do, you, do you have any, any other vices or any vices then? Because like coffee. Oh yeah, if you co- don't do co- coffee. Coffee's well. my vice, 100%. I just drink a lot of pop. That's pretty much it. I feel like I'm not like, I do get like caffeine headaches here and there from like pop. But mm. Ooh, Pepsi yeah, headaches. like. I don't drink like a, I'm not like craving a hot drink in the morning or anything. I just get up, have some water, like, yeah. Yeah, I weird. guess if you never have, weird, you weird. wouldn't need it. I know. Maybe one oh, day, man. maybe once I have like a child or something. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you just need a venti coffee yeah. to get through your life. Like ten espresso shots, <laughs> just double it. <laughs> I think you might actually die if you had ten shots of espresso. <laughs> That would be like an OD situation Yikes. for me anyways. Yeah. You could probably do it all the fucking time. Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm sure people, especially over in, what is it? In Italy. They, they like drink a lot, a lot of coffee and it's all just a lot, the of, little, espresso, a yeah. lot of the uh, little espresso shots. Yeah. Cappuccino. So maybe I guess when I worked at an Italian restaurant, it was big to have that after dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they eat super late, so it's like 10 p.m. And you're like, here's my shot of espresso. I couldn't. Oh, my God. And then they would be like, more bread, more bread. (laughs) And then more bread would come. Yeah. I gained a few pounds when I worked there, for sure. I I didn't work at um, an Italian restaurant, but I definitely gained a bunch of weight. Right out of high school, I worked at Subway for a summer. Oh, I love Ish. Subway. No. It's so simple. Fuck, it's so it's good. So f- There's a smell. There's a smell. There is a smell. smell? It, what it's is the, the smell? It's doing? the bread. It is the bread. 100% is the bread. And I, on my running route, there is a Subway on Sherbrooke and Westminster. Yeah. Why do you hate it? Why do you just work around I, because it? Because so it, it's like if you worked in any fast food restaurant and you had to smell it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just hate it and it sticks with you. And for me, it's if there is nothing else to eat and we're on a road trip, I will eat in a subway. That's fine. It's just you just stink. Like, you know, someone's had subway when they walk into the house and you're like. You've had subway and you you reek. <laughs> I, I think you don't even have to work in a fast food establishment. Like anytime you work anywhere that serves food, you mm-hmm. smell like it. Like I, it took me a while to be able to eat at Moxie's again after working there. Cause yeah, your hair would stink when you got home. Mm-hmm. It just like had a smell. Same thing with Boston pizza, man. I served at a lot of places, <laughs> <laughs> but, but God, yeah, I, okay, now I want Moxie's. I, I definitely put on a ton of weight because I drank, it was free pop. So I drank a ton, a ton, ton of pop. And yeah, you, you know, I accidentally. What about the cookies, though? Uh, yeah, I'm I waiting mis- for you to say cookies. I, I miscounted the cookies all the time. I miscounted oh. the bread, gave gave out free sandwiches and stuff, 
and ate a so ton. White chocolate macadamia nut cookies. Yep. Oh, are yeah. Those are the best. Fire. Those are so good. Do you remember, okay, this was like when we were in high school. I don't know if this was real or a rumor, but I remember people talking about some guy getting arrested because he like was mad at Subway and he worked there and he like <laughs> jizzed into the mayo thing. And I don't know if that was an urban legend or if it actually <laughs> happened. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or if some high school kid made that up, but I remember everyone talking about it. I mean, I never did that. <laughs> oh, you didn't? Okay. It, it wasn't, so it wasn't me. About you. It wasn't me. I wasn't about to accuse you of it, but I didn't. Put and I've never, together. I mean, I've heard of things like that. Like, even if you watch the movie Waiting, there's it's many. Like how would he get caught, though, unless they had surveillance of it? There may have been surveillance. Maybe he brag to his friends and it's just one of those things i think it's probably an yeah. urban legend thing because like i mean we had security cameras i don't think they worked no they definitely didn't work because we yeah but if you brought that little mail container into the bathroom we definitely fucked around a lot at that place like we had full out like kind of meat fights in the back with the the what do you call it the cold cut the trio cold stuff cuts? oh yeah mm. That's possibly the it's grossest stuff. sub I ever made in my life, and it sticks out in my head so much. It was a triple meat Why? cold Why? cold cut trio, so Sounds three delightful. of those things, a yeah. little little bit of lettuce. Tell me more. And about, about five handfuls mm -hmm. of black olives. Oh. I charge it for a six inch veggie sub. Mm. <laughs> I like a good meatball sub. I'm meatball sub. I'm just happy. Mm -hmm. They have, I think certain ones have vegan patties now, although I'm not sure if they're vegan. They might just be vegetarian. They might have egg in it, but yeah, yeah I, I, st I still can't pass it by when I go on my run and I smell it and I'm just like, Bleh. nope, can't do it. I'm going to go stand by the subway that you run by next time. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go find my friends on thing and I'm going to find you and I'm going to throw cold cuts at you as you oh. realize that it slaps you, you in the back. Oh. Yeah. Just like at a social, it'll just, we'll be pretending we're at a social yeah, again. It'll, it'll be so that would reminiscent be... of old times. Not that I've ever been to a social with you, but I feel like we could create that memory. Yeah. In real time. I don't think I've ever got meat shouldered. Not that mm, I know of. I've been meat shouldered several times. I also didn't, okay. I mean, moving here, I didn't know what a social was. I had no idea, no clue. Yeah. That's a weird thing. And one of my yeah. friend, one of my friends was like, well, how do you pay for weddings in, Sask in Saskatchewan? I'm like, we pay for weddings. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. You save, you for, pay. For non-Manitobans listening, we have socials where we raise money to have our weddings in Manitoba. <laughs> so people buy tickets and you auction off prizes and you make money somehow on what? Selling booze and raffles. Yeah. yeah. And tickets to get in. Yeah. And it's a party and it's so fun. It's I a lot of fun. A lot. Someone like rent out a little community club and give her. Someone once told me that people in Saskatchewan hold like socials as their reception. Is that a thing? Um, we have things called the closest thing we have to a so I don't think for the I've never been to something like that for a reception. They all just kind of open it up and it won't be an open bar, but it'll be like a toonie bar. So then right. you just pay two bucks per drink and everyone's getting hammered beyond belief 
Um, but the closest thing we'd have in Saskatchewan is something called a cabaret. And it's the same kind of thing where you have to buy a ticket, pay to get in, um, buy drinks at a reduced price, like maybe $4 a drink or $5 a drink or whatever it is. But it's always a fundraiser for an organization. So you're not buying tickets to raffle, maybe a 50-50. That's it. But yeah. Why do they call it something so sexy if it's just a fundraise? Okay, um, I mean, you know, there's music. Very saucy. There's music, yeah. usually live band. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It makes it sound like something, like something that's not allowed of happening. Like, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of things happening there that aren't allowed to be happening. Oh God! Some guy named AJ meets you at the door. He's wearing sunglasses. He's wearing white Oakleys. Band. He's wearing white Oakleys and a white belt. Shit just got real weird. Yeah. Back. It's got his Hurley, Hurley, uh, Hurley shirt on. He's got some puka shells around his neck. Yep. It's real weird. It's fit, like uh-huh. a time warp to boot, boot cut jeans with some no like polo <laughs> shirt, boot cut jeans with some big chunky skate shoes. Yeah. yeah. Frosted tips. He's got frosted Ooh, tips. Frosted tips. That's cabaret that's... in my, what I, I just researched just two seconds ago. And that's what came up was AJ. <laughs> was AJ. <laughs> um, Cameron, something I wanted to ask you, what kind of made you decide to go to Prairie View? Was there, was it just kind of the only option or? Um, yeah, I guess like I did, I went to Prairie View like straight out of high school. Like that was my post-secondary. So um it was either like that or red river i think were the only options at the time and i don't even really remember looking into red river all that much mm-hmm. i just saw the diploma program with preview and seemed interesting so i did it yeah learned a lot learned a lot and going in was there something that you liked to do like photographically was there something you liked to do and then saw it kind of turn a 90 degree angle and you're like oh i enjoy doing this more um yes and no like start when I started school I knew like next to nothing about photography like I had just like liked taking photos of my friends in high school so I was like shooting on auto and stuff so I like learned all the back end of like aperture and shutter speed and ISO and all that kind of stuff but um yeah I didn't really have anything like going into it that I like liked shooting because I had only really been shooting like anything that people would let me shoot at that point in time but I knew I wanted to like do weddings just cause like, that's what makes the most money here in Manitoba and they're fun mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like what I was hoping to get into. How many, how many weddings are you doing now? Like what's your regular, like non-pandemic wedding <laughs> roster look um, like per year? I think for like steadily for about two ish years, I was about like at like 16 a year. And then last yeah. year, would have been my busiest at like over 20 and then that's this a, year that's again, a nice number like that's it is like... and I felt like it wasn't like too overwhelming like I'd never really done that many before but I mean still haven't because <laughs> love COVID um but again yeah this year was supposed to be like over 20 again and now that's dwindling so who knows what I'll end up with but hopefully in the coming years I can get to that number and stick to that number <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. The, the... Well, especially if you're if your schedule's so full of portraits it's hard to like 
do a triple on the weekend and then Monday just be like, okay, I'm back to the studio. Like, yeah, I know. It's like going forward. I don't really know how I'm going to start prioritizing that. I think it's just going to be something that's like on a need to basis. Like once I actually figure out how many weddings that I'm comfortable with taking on a year while doing portraits too. So one of my friends kind of did the same thing as you're doing. And he, I mean, he did weddings and like slogged it through and kept doing it. And then he's just like, you know what? Fuck this. He's like, I don't, I don't want to do weddings. I don't want to work 12 hours a day. And now he is strictly portrait commercial photographer in Calgary. And he's told me he's like, because I've asked him, I'm like, how, how do you make money just doing that? And he's like, people will spend it. You just have to just be, be very vigilant and, Anybody that's like, oh, can you do this for $500? No, no, I can't. Like, you're going to get the full treatment. You're going to, it's going to look amazing. And this is what it costs. And that's what yeah. it is. Also, that's not, that's not Winnipeg though. It's no. very true, but there, there is money here. You just have there to is. convince oh, people is. to spend it. But that's totally, yeah. It was sad. Yeah, it was, it's sad watching people kind of, exit the market that we're making so much money before because everything changed over to like everyone's got to go digital delivery and for a lot of people that wasn't a thing it was all print sales and then they didn't know how to adapt to that yeah and uh disappeared and it was really sad i hate print sales i feel like I even get sticker shock sometimes with like some photographers in the city when they i see like for boudoir they're wanting to charge like $1,500. $1,500. And I'm like, no, that's okay. Like that's, yeah. if that's what yeah. they're going to charge and they're giving you the whole experience, you get an album. Like that makes sense. But I'm like, oh my gosh, sometimes I'm like, whoa, that's a lot. But I know it sounds not, crazy, though. but it's, it's not. Yeah. Like yeah. I I've spent money with, like I've done shoots with Terry and yeah. she is like Terry Hofford and she's unbelievable. And yeah, you like, you pay for that experience, but like, there's a reason that you pay for that experience. Like yeah. investment yeah. The woman is amazing. She probably put so much time and money into her wardrobe and her studio. And like, you know what you're paying for, right? Like it's, yeah. Totally. Whereas like people like me, it's just like, I don't know, come with your stuff and <laughs> take some pictures. Like, <laughs> my plain studio that I don't do anything with. <laughs> I'm a simple person. I'm a very simple person. <laughs> but boring yeah I'd love to get like up there one day that's like the goal like I don't want to shoot weddings forever I love them but there's so much work and Mm -hmm. I love portraits just a little bit more so yeah I'd like to just like eventually only do like portraits and like photos for like brands like swimsuit companies or all that kind of stuff but it's just not it, it wouldn't make me enough money at this point. So who are One some day. of the, who are some of the portrait photographers you really like, like that, that you look at their work and, and again, I don't want to say mimic, but mm-hmm. like inspires you, I guess. Um, there's a lot from like the States, like the UK, like Lara Jade photography. I don't know if you guys have heard of her, but she's from the UK. Um, she has like some online courses and stuff too, which is super cool. I've done like her online workshops. Um, so she has like, ones that cover like everything to do with like editorial and fashion photography even like pricing yourself how to price for like commercial work and like all that kind of stuff which is huge because like nobody really teaches that part of it Mm -hmm. um 
I love, there's a photographer from the States named Jessica Kobayasi. She um, does a lot of like fashion photography too, just like a lot of creative work. So yeah, there's like some, I feel like not, I don't really know of like a ton of like Canadian photographers mm-hmm. that shoot portraits. I mean, if I looked into it, I probably could find some. There's like lots of really like amazing ones out of Toronto, but those are the few that kind of come to mind. I find sometimes like it's hard to follow a lot like of local people because it's hard not to recreate what they're showing. Like when you work in a city like Winnipeg, it's like, and I do follow a bunch of them, but I, I don't know. I try not to, I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram scrolling because yeah, it's hard to just see stuff that you're like, oh, that's an awesome spot and not want to go there immediately. Right. Like, yeah. Right. I know I like went on a rant it was a while ago on my Instagram about my like my opinion on people sharing their like locations and stuff and I said that like I don't like I've always it's always bugged me when people ask me where I'm shooting because I'm like I've taken the time to find this spot I'm not just gonna let you also add it because like first of all it might be a spot that like isn't easily accessible or I might have like just like someone one of my clients got it for me or whatever it is but like you also don't want people like overcrowding that spot and ruining it Mm -hmm. either so it's kind of like a topic that's always bugged me yeah I feel that there's a there's a spot that I really like to use like by us out in Headingley and now it's been used (laughs) by a couple of photographers and I'm like no this is my like don't like well there's someone that that lives also lives in Headingley and uses it I'm like you're allowed to use it you fucking live there (laughs) all you Winnipeg people fucking get out find your own spot find your own you have all their forests to use oh my (laughs) god yeah so annoying Um, but you, so you are uh, a part of a workshop coming up. Yes. Is that this year or next year? It's next year. Yeah. So we're doing, I've partnered with stay close, which is like a workshop host, um, business. And then another photographer out of Calgary named Caitlin. Um, so we're going to be hosting a wedding photography workshop. This will be my first workshop that I'm ever teaching. Um, and yeah, so it's May 28th to 30th, 2022. So next year. Yeah. Um, just over a year now. In That's Banff. a perfect time, like right before wedding season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the goal. Amazing. We're like, fingers crossed, going through with it in person, obviously. Like, that's the plan. COVID pending. Like, if things were to change, we'll switch it to online. Um, but yeah, we're pumped. Like, we have the lodging books and everything. Our website is going live this week. Ooh, and then amazing. our registration is opening up June 6th. So that sounds like a really fun weekend in Banff. I would go just to like, hang out I know <laughs> I'm so excited I'm like I'm gonna be teaching but like I also am like so excited for the shoots and stuff like we're gonna be doing a wedding style shoot like engagement couples all that kind of stuff so it'll be fun oh you're gonna have so much fun I I love doing workshops so much I just find it like the most fun yeah I'm excited um, I feel like too it's like a I haven't really seen a ton of people that are, I have a ton of workshops that have happened in the mountains and like in Banff. Yeah, totally. And I feel like that's like, we're having to like deal with like licenses and like permits and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like that might be a deterrent to some people, but um, Brooke, she's the one that owns Stay Close. She's been like amazing at working that all out for us and stuff. So we're excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of like weird little rules, but also quite a few loopholes and you just have to be careful where you shoot apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited for you. Hopefully, 
hopefully COVID isn't a thing next year still that we have to worry about. I know. I mean, I I'm sure it will still there. be a thing, but it'll hopefully be like a trickle of a thing, not mm-hmm. like a thing like yeah. it is now, which is very depressing still that we're having this conversation. Well, then let's get out of this conversation <laughs> because listen, I got a story. Yes. Oh, I, I would love to hear a story. I, 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 I will tell I, as your belated birthday gift, Mel, I will give you a story. I wish I had a sexy voice, but it's not low enough and... There's no Morgan Freeman voice going on here. Oh no, you can't tell it in a sexy voice. Can't you tell an entire story in like a really I'm I will I will practice and I will do it at some point, but that today I was today shooting a wedding. And it was the best day of my life. You sound like you sound <laughs> oh like God. Batman. <laughs> I don't know what that sounded like because I was just breathing heavily into the microphone. I don't know if you could hear me. Oh my god, I saw the funniest funniest tiktok i will pull up the audio at some point and maybe play it but anyway okay it was play it right at the end of the episode attach it i will it was the funniest goddamn thing in the world okay. anyway okay here it is you're gonna learn nothing bridezilla i noticed she was kind of i noticed she was kind of in a mood but whatever we charge onwards i was taking getting ready photos of the girls they were having brunch which is always so fucking awkward. Like I hate doing photos when people are eating. Cause people then are eating. I just got to sit there and be like, and wait, but it's not real brunch. Dwayne, isn't no. it just like, here's a buffet of food. And like, you, it, they pick at it. There's, they pick at they're it. still jamming food in their mouth, which I will always, I always find that one bridesmaid that I pick on in, in a good way, because I know they can take it. And as soon as they go, like, yeah, I, I'm yeah, taking yeah. a photo. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, Mel's seen it. <laughs> um, they were having brunch. Like, Next. Yep. And we were taking some casual shots on the patio at their beach house. Ooh, the beach house. Got the, Ooh, your beach mm, house. Some beach house. Mm, so fucking fancy. Mm, fucking beach, beach house. house. Mm. On the beach. <laughs> Got the photo of the dresses on the railing. All good so far. Got the shots of the girls with their little pre-wedding toast. Then I'm getting the photo of each of them with her customized bridesmaid wine glasses. Etsy special. Get get plastic ones. Don't get real ones. Be real. They're going to get broken. Let me guess. They also probably had Starbucks cups with all the names on them. Probably. There's probably a hanger with with Mrs. Jones or whatever. I would love it (laughs) if one bride actually just got like, got them all engraved, but like threw shade at every one of the bridesmaids. So it's like. And I mean, obviously they're your friends, so they're going to get it. But it's like, like Sandra and then it says shit face underneath. Yeah. Or like, it's like Jessica, like whore. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine, most basic bitch, something like that. Like I would love it if I ever got married. That's what I would get the guys. Margaret, hose beast. Yeah. Just like keep Stacey, going. eats her own hair. <laughs> um got the or got to the maid of honor got to the maid of honor and she kept turning her glass around i would notice lower the lens and and warm up and rotate it and tell her to hold it like this that sounds like too much work already (laughs) get back into position and she's rotating it again then i start figuring out that her name isn't actually maria and one of the bridesmaids made a comment that helped me help me start figuring it out 
the maid of honor noped out of the day before noped out the day before and this was the oh so maria was the maid of honor and the glass still said maria but that wasn't yeah and and this was the b team maid of honor oh She was so ashamed. She's like, I will not even pretend to be Maria. Like, just turn it It's not my name. As if she gave her the glass. Why wouldn't she get it? She's not like, you know what? Listen, you don't have to pretend to be Maria. You can just have a normal glass. No, she's like, you fucking take this glass. It says Maria. You are Maria. You are Maria right now. Apparently, this bridesmaid had been told to be ready in case any of the bridesmaids didn't make. Okay. Who the fuck does that? You have a backup <laughs> bridesmaid backup. in case someone doesn't make. No, you just have one less bridesmaid. That's what you have. But you have a fucking beat. You're not good enough to be in the wedding, but buy a dress and be ready on the bench. Just in case we got to call you up to the bigs. Oh. Why though? Why, why do people need, like, I don't get it. Why why does the wedding party have to be even? Like it doesn't. No one cares. No one cares. And had her dress and everything waiting as quote unquote the alternate. Uh, me, uh, <laughs> uh, me and the other guys working that project said we needed to hurry up and get this one edited and delivered before they got divorced. Yeah, that's yeah. an excessive amount of attention to something that does not matter oh, at all. Like Jeez. I've I've definitely shot weddings where they've had issues with the, the maid of honor or a bridesmaid or the a groomsman or a best man where they're like, yeah, he's, he, she, they just aren't here anymore. They're just, yeah. yeah nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, don't, happens, don't yeah. go into it. That's cool. <laughs> you know, next in line, just, you just move over one. But I, I could not imagine having a, B list. Like, listen, you're my stand in. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. Oh, Oh. you're my, you're my less, less close friend that, uh, just didn't make it into the full lineup. I like second shot a wedding when I was like early on in my photography career for a photographer and the wedding party was 11 on each side and they had two different tones of dresses and two different tones of suits because half of the of half of like the bridesmaids and half of the groomsmen were bridesmaids and groomsmen and the other half of them were just friends of honor that didn't quite make it to be a bridesmaid but they're still in the wedding party they didn't get the light blue dress they got the dark blue dress like why have that many people and they all sat around so then the when you're doing photos you're like okay a team <laughs> <laughs> The it's VIPs, like, and then you're like, okay, the, the ones that didn't make it. Like, what do you say? I, that's why I always like, and it won't affect whether I'm going to book the wedding or not. I always like to ask how many people are on each side because I've had yeah, the same as you too. and had like 16 aside. And I'm like, what? 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 I don't even have why? this many friends. Yeah. Like, what? <sighs> how, yeah. How is this elevating your day? It's always those families that have to include like every single cousin, even if you're not close with them, every single sibling. Also certain cultures, it's it's like the, they don't even call it, it's not a wedding party, it's the entourage, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little different, but yeah, I don't know. I'm boring and white, so I just, (laughs) I 
pick a couple friends and <laughs> oh my gosh that's so crazy yeah that was... um so thank you cameron do you have a, a, a another story you would mind sharing um sure mine is not from a wedding but it's like a little it doesn't have to be a little um <laughs> embarrassing on my part a little bit so um basically back in february when we were able to start shooting again here in manitoba um, I scheduled a shoot with a model and a makeup artist that I've worked with this makeup artist many a time. We're good friends. Um, and I'd worked with a model like once before. So scheduled, the, scheduled the shoot, um, sent the model, the makeup artist address, but I wrote it as Boulevard instead of street. So the model replies back to me. is like, Oh, that's like a 30 or 40 minute drive for me. Like, is that right? And me, I'm just assuming she's like far from the place. So I'm like, yep, sure. Sounds right. Didn't specify. So we get to the day of the shoot. I'm getting ready to go. And they had planned to start makeup like an hour or two before our shoot. So I get a text from the makeup artist and she goes, Hey girl, what address did you give the model? And I'm like, Oh, like so-and-so Boulevard. And she's like, no, I live on street, like such and such, such oh, no. street. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, yeah. So, um, the model's in Selkirk now. <laughs> and she was supposed to be in Bridgewater. So little far out so i'm like well that's on me so the model is not happy i don't blame her i would not want to drive all the way out to selkirk in that point in time so i pay for her gas whatever we rescheduled for another day shit happens so next time we reschedule makeup artist confirms the date we all confirm the date and then a couple days before the makeup artist is like oh i'm getting a surgery or whatever so we have to schedule to another date so third reschedule now so the day that we were going to reshoot comes the model shows up to the makeup artist's house and we're like no oh my god this poor girl like we all confirmed for the third reschedule and this poor girl shows up to the makeup artist's house again and then has to go home luckily she lives close by so wasn't a big of a deal that time but yeah third time comes around everything goes off without a hitch and uh we're finally able to shoot but not the best way I wanted to start shooting again <laughs> after being locked down for three months, but I mean, a little rusty. So <laughs> I have done similar Cameron. I did that for a shoot too, but it was me that went to the wrong place. Like oh this is a long time ago and it was supposed to be a styled shoot for a magazine. Oh yeah. Um, it was just like a setup. So just detail shots, mm-hmm. but they were like, I guess they were like doing it out in the yard and they had set up this big table supposed to look like an intimate elopement type thing they even hung like chandeliers from the trees all this stuff but there was a storm coming so we were like on a tight schedule because it was probably going to start raining so yeah I guess I didn't bother to double check the address I just plunked it in google and got myself to a place in St. Vitel and they were in St. Andrews so I was at the opposite end of the friggin' world. Like I was like, okay, like, so I, I called them. I'm like, I don't think I'm at the right place. Like I don't see you guys anywhere. And yeah, by the time I got there, they were moving everything inside because it was raining. So I fucked that up so hard. And oh. so, yeah, the shoot was in the living room. And it was, oh. <sighs> it was such a bummer. Cause like they needed those photos yeah and it's like so hard to reschedule another day and do the setup again and stuff so i felt so bad so bad but yeah it sucks i did that to mel 
It was not last year, but the year before. Well, I don't even remember this at all. And what I was going, I don't know where I had Googled something, but I was going the wrong way. And you were like, no, it's this place. And you were already shooting the. Oh, oh yeah. Is it that's a right. Forest? That's what it was. You, the next thing yeah. up, yeah. I was already on my way out to the venue and I had reached, oh, yeah. I, was I was like, where are you? I was like Pamina <laughs> and the perimeter. And yeah, yeah, Mel's yeah. like, where are you? I'm like, well, I'm on the way out to the venue. She's like, no, we're supposed to be at a Cinnaboy Forest. I'm like, fuck. So then I like <laughs> bust my ass to get all the way down there. And I mean, I was 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes late. So I, I got there in time to get like shoot the guys and stuff. But yeah, we, we, we've, and ever since then I've triple quadruple checked everything just to make sure that I'm at the right spot, the right times. Yeah. It only takes one time to screw it up to be like, Oh shit. Especially when it's not my wedding. And I'm like, I look like the asshole. It's like, shit, yeah. really? I'm not yeah. that sketchy, I prom. Okay, whatever. Oh my gosh. Okay, I, this I missed... Me. Sorry. Oh, it's reminds me. Okay. Um, one more story. Um, actually, more it was a wedding planner good. that gave us the wrong address. So I was shooting the wedding. I was shooting girls getting ready. The second, My second shooter confirmed the address with me the night before for the guys. And I looked it up. I'm like, sure, looks legit. We're good to go. Because this was the address given to us on the timeline. Second yeah. shooter goes to the address morning of. It's like an industrial parking lot. No houses <laughs> around. And I'm pretty sure it also was in Selkirk. And she was supposed to be in St. Andrews. And she was like 40 minutes late to the guys getting ready. They took like 10 minutes of photos. And then they oh, left. Yeah. yeah. You don't usually have a big window for that. <laughs> no. It was wild. It was not fun for her. I felt so bad. Yeah. I, I did that once. But it was like, it was like the week... It was the week after my dad passed away. This is getting dark, but I was planning his service. And so my head was like not in a good place. And I, um, they had changed the getting ready location, but I didn't like put it on the thing that I printed out. So I went uh, just straight to the house and then they had, but they had changed it to going to the salon. So I arrived at the house and no one was there and I was so confused. And then I realized that like, oh shit, I'm at the wrong place. And there wasn't really enough time to drive there. It was like half an hour away. So I was like, fuck. And so, yeah, I phoned the bride and I was like, I am so sorry. I felt so bad. I was crying. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. It doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. It's just hair. It's just hair and makeup. Like, I don't (laughs) care. It's fine. She was so sweet about it, but oh, I felt so bad. I haven't done that since. Thank God. (laughs) Horrible. Oh, horrible. Triple check those addresses. Triple check those addresses. And times. Um, And times. I used to even print out the, um, it wasn't Google Maps. What was it? Oh, MapQuest. Oh, yeah. Before the days of Google Maps. Yeah. When we always used to just use like a GPS that you would plug it in your car, but you couldn't quite trust the GPS. So you would always print out the MapQuest directions. just in case oh those are the days i'd have like Mm -hmm. a giant like stapled together thing of like 10 pieces of paper for the whole day just so i didn't forget something (laughs) crazy okay i've got a i got a story all right uh this is from a reddit thread that i i called for some stories on so it starts at the very first wedding i ever shot 
There was a full open bar during cocktail hour while the couple and I were down on the golf course doing their couple's portraits. Apparently, they didn't splurge for the quote-unquote top-shelf liquor, and the <laughs> groomsmen's flasks had already run dry of their favorites. Oh, boo-fucking-who. Uh, both the pastor slash officiant of the wedding and one of the groomsmen had decided to drive the two miles down the road from this golf course out in the middle of nowhere to the liquor store on the corner that led back to the main roadway to get whatever special liquor that wasn't being offered for free at the wedding. Cut back to the wedding. It's been an hour since the ceremony let out. The bride and groom arrive back at the reception site and begin lining up outside the door for their grand entrance when they realize a groomsman's missing, assuming he's in the bathroom or the parking lot. The groom insists that he won't do the entrance without his buddy. I would be like, let's just fucking start this. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would not. I would be like, too bad. Especially because they're probably looking for the drunk one. That's, you know, the oh, most that's... annihilated one. And fuck that Well, exactly. Guy. Like, what is he adding to the situation at this point? <laughs> Possibly uh, hilarious. The... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess at the very least. Um, cue the search far and wide across the wedding venue looking for the missing groomsmen. The grand entrance is still on hold. Dinner is not being served. The bride is pissed. And the guests are being antsy and drunk. 40 minutes after the entrance was supposed to happen and the groomsmen are still searching for the missing man. That's Uh, crazy. One one of the groomsmen, yeah. One of the groomsmen gets a call from the local jail slash police department. (laughs) Jail, that's awesome. (laughs) I imagine this is like the old West right now. Like there's like a one tiny like little building that says jail on it, like in basically black paint on wood. Yep. Uh, One of the groomsmen gets a call from the local jail slash police department. The man had to use his one phone call to let the wedding party know that both he and the pastor had gotten pulled over and charged with DUIs on the way back to the party and would not be returning. No. (laughs) And the pastor. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, when the bride found out, she was livid that they'd missed event or essentially an hour of partying with the family because the friend couldn't be bothered to stay and drink from the open bar that they'd paid five grand plus for. I don't think they stayed friends after the wedding. No doubt. <gasps> would that would that end your friendship? Oh. This person? Um, I mean, for me, no, not at all. I feel like I would just laugh about it and be like, you're an idiot. I would bust their balls so bad about it for the rest of their life. My wife, on the yeah. other hand, eh, they, they probably That's wouldn't be allowed in the house. If, if she it was, was one of my partner's friends, I'd probably be pissed. Yeah. And which is fair. Like, I just think of like the you flip it around. And if that was like me waiting there and they're trying to hunt down a bridesmaid, I'd be like, okay, no, fuck this. We are, we are going, we are going now you can get mad at me. The guys are going in. This is what's happening. Don't care. Maybe that's why I'm not married. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like there's an expectation level that you have with people in your wedding party, though. Like, did they not know this was probably going to happen? They probably knew this was going to happen. There's always one. They should have put, like, some kind of tracking device on them or, like, a leash or, like, and also an electric fence, maybe. Like, something, you know? Barbed wire. And also you're that far gone what does it matter if it's not top shelf booze yeah you you know if it's that late in the or whatever lucky lager is good enough it doesn't matter you're in the old west why do you need top shelf booze what is it a bottle with like skull and crossbones on it 
Ooh. you're getting from the corner store the saloon. and they're gonna go pay their own money out of pocket when there's free booze to be consumed yeah in what world i'm i'm hitting that free bar I, hard i've been at weddings where they've really really run out of booze oh yeah like I have a been. lot of the and it sucked like mm-hmm. as a guest it sucked they're like actually we don't have any more beer I think at one so of my like, okay, vodka soda, they're like, we're also out of vodka. And you're like, yeah. And I get some more wine. They're like, yeah, we don't have any of that either. And you're like, what do you have? They're like, gin. It's like fucking great. Ugh. Great. Yeah. No one there was like a, a wedding that I photographed. It was like a 40 degree day. And before the reception even started, they were out of booze. Mm-hmm. Gone. Holy <laughs> so the guys had to go into the city to buy more. It was it was wild. I've I've seen that at like little like smaller backyard or more intimate like farm weddings where it's not quite as well thought out. And then, then there's, you know, cousin Billy ripping down the road and comes back (laughs) on a quad quad, or a golf cart comes back with a ton of beer and then they just dump it into the, (laughs) he's like, just saves the day. (laughs) comes ripping around the corner. Like, It's two sheets to the wind. Oh, I can't wait for those days again for me to be annoyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. It's so fun. It's so fun. Just people being funny and fun. I miss it. I know. I miss people being funny and fun. I miss those drunk dance floor people that just like make you smile mm-hmm. so hard because they're having so much fun and you're like, I want to be right now. So much respect for you. It's not the same with 25 people. No. It's not the same with 25 people. Or 10. No. Or whatever it is. No um Dwayne do you do you want to tell one more story uh yeah I can get one more that you want to tell I know ours are a little shorter today so yeah this one this one's a a short quickie nothing better afternoon little baby carrot little baby carrot carrot. throwback (laughs) um thank you (laughs) I love that show so much um Had a wooden stair break underfoot in a national park on the first morning of a trip, 800 kilometers from home. I had the, oh, we're getting nerdy with stuff. Okay. All right. Good thing I know how to do read. Get your pocket protector. (laughs) Mel, I want you to read a whole wedding or a whole story like that. That would be what I'll work on my sultry. You work on your nerd. Doesn't sound like you need to, but. I am a nerd. It doesn't take much. (laughs) (laughs) I had a D610 with a 70 to 200 in my hand, which, which when I fell, ripped the lens mount off the body of the camera and the lens still attached. I'll see if I can dig up the photo. From what I remember. So the part that the lens clicked into. Yes. Ripped off the camera. Off the camera. Which fucking awful because usually it's it'll come off a nightmare it'll come off the lens before it comes off the camera oh because that's the way it should i don't know what's worse either way it's either way it's a hefty both of those are expensive things but i feel like the lens might be more expensive depending Uh, on what the brand was yeah anyways yeah uh from what i remember I managed to get my right elbow to hit the ground first, which took some of the momentum. And then the camera rotated forward and hit the edge of another stair with the lens barrel. Okay. That would be scary because not only are you fucking your mount up possibly, you're also the optics in there. 
that's that's the very expensive part because those are out. Oh, you're... so the lens is like rolling down the stairs. Uh, uh she said. They say miraculously the lens was completely fine, saved by some sacrificial plastic in the shutter box lens mount. Not totaling the lens made me feel a little better about the five hundred dollar repair bill on the camera. Oh, that's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. That's I've, not bad. I've had two shutters go, and they're three hundred bucks a piece. And yeah, 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 yeah. Anytime I take it in, it's just like a mechanic. I'm like, okay, I'm expecting to pay bare minimum three hundred dollars, bare minimum, and anything under that, I'm very surprised. Anything over that, I'm just not happy about. Yikes. Yeah, that that's yeah. not fun. That hurts. Okay, well, since you just told a gear story, I have a really short gear story that I'm going to tell. Because <laughs> I really I really like it. Uh, wedding shooter here. Hi. 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 Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. Fine, even what is life. wrong with us? What time is it? Where are we? <laughs> it's the same time it was yeah. last night at this time. Oh, I did it. And dad joked it up. Okay. We regularly leave our bags in a convenient place when shooting for easy access to changing lenses, batteries, etc. At this particular wedding reception, my bag was next to the DJ booth at the front of the room and next to the door to the kitchen. I feel like that's a, yeah, okay. I usually have it right beside me, but yep. anyways, <clears throat> sometimes there's no room and it's awkward and people are walking by. Yeah, I get it. Um, halfway through the evening, I hear a crash and a oh, gasp. And look up to see one of the waiters has dropped an entire serving tray's worth of hot tomato soup into my open travel bag. Oh my fucking god! Holy. Ruining approximately six thousand pounds. I don't know how much that is worth of camera gear. Twelve thousand. Oh my fucking god! Tomato soup's the worst. That's my takeaway from this so far. How bad would that smell? Uh, oh god! At least it's not like a creamy soup. If it was, what if it's creamy tomato I, soup? That'd be worse. Oh, any mm-hmm. any tomato soup is gross. Or like some kind of anything with fish in it. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be the worst. It really fuck up your bag. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, it, luckily I had two bodies and some versatile lenses on me, so I was able to shoot the first dance and speeches without any trouble. Also covered by insurance, so more of an inconvenience. Hot soup insurance. Oh, oh my god. I had that exact situation happen to me when I was Did trying you? to figure out waters. So a, a waiter oh. dropped waters into my bag and then didn't, I didn't even notice it because I was somewhere else shooting and they didn't even think to come and find me. They just tried to clean it up. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh. Nothing was damaged. Everything was okay. But I'm like, why would you not come and immediately find the person whose bag this belongs to? Yeah. Um, I can't stand it when people move your bag for you because I always mm-hmm. leave my zipper open and you know they probably took that bag and like put it up like stood it up and the whole thing probably opened and all of your shit probably fell to the ground and they probably just like put it back really quick and then moved your bag mm-hmm. especially when you the put your way that it would have happened unless they were a photographer moving it which I know they were not no especially when you put your bag in the space where you want to be sitting because yeah. you want the best vantage point. So number one, if you don't have to get up during speeches and you can just blast off some good photos while sitting down, if they're doing speeches during supper, that's Man, great. Come on. You don't, you don't. Do that. 
no, I never do that. No, no, no. But I like to get my step count as high as possible, so I am always on my feet. Wow. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. I just always, I'm I never sick. have a good, I never have a good uh, sight line. From no, where but I'm sitting. when when good people enough. when people move that shit, it's like, don't 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 touch my stuff, Auntie Karen, Uncle Bob, don't don't touch my shit. You don't need to sit Please close don't. to Please other don't. people. Fuck off. Sit by the pole. Yeah, That's no. why I'm not sitting there. Or why? Literally. Not. Do you want to pay for it? No, don't touch it. Yeah. And please don't talk to me about it. I don't exactly. care that you did photos back in the 70s for no. two days. Definitely. Or when people's kids are like running around by your light stands oh. and you're just like, you're just like looking at their parents with like the most bitchy. Yep eyes that i could throw across a room just like are you not going to tell your kids to be careful about that light stand like not even gonna acknowledge that it's there Ugh. anyways anyways now i'm just being a fucking grump i love it <laughs> i don't even have to deal with this anymore we don't even have like what reception am i shooting right it's, now that it's requires true a light stand like there's nothing really? happening there's nothing happening oh Listen, I won't complain the next time I have to fucking set up lights for speeches. I, I will. That's for sure. Excited. I will stand Complain the entire well. time. Won't sit at all. Never. Never sit. <clears throat> I'm always worried I'm going to look lazy, so I just stand. At some that, point, I'll get over that. That's fair. <laughs> I, can, I try to keep my, my step count as low as possible. I'm like a sloth. Yeah. 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 yeah I really want to get those Sid the sloth. I really want to get that, like, cholesterol level high and like the step level low yep yeah yeah that's that's what i work that's why i go for it with all your vegan butter you're just like loading up those arteries mm. but double time because <clears throat> not margarine. eating anything that's bad for you <sighs> fucking eye rolls <laughs> <laughs> nothing that's bad for me not at all i'm just kidding i love eating vegan most of the time most of the time it's a thing. Mm. It's a thing. Anything else, Dwayner? I, I, any other any other things that you need to really get off your chest right now? Oh, there's a few things. They're mostly I fashion mean, fashion things that I thought about whilst running today, oh, and I wanted to punch people because I hate it and it's stupid, and I just you wished you had a chest plate with abs. <laughs> to run it to run in instead of a shirt sorry like i saw that someone did like a really amazing photo shoot of ricky martin i can't remember the name of the photographer but he had this like metallic chest plate like almost uh. like a corset for some of the pictures and it was the most amazing thing i'd ever seen i was like no real man like in just in real life yeah could pull that off like no. only ricky martin can do that no it's just and i just imagined you jogging with it oh god but, that would be hilarious wow. and not good at all how sweaty would that be oh and hot well probably not today but you know if it starts to heat up and that metal if it's actually metal starts to heat up and it's like no no just one of those weird random things that popped into my head while you know in the winter it was old man walks but now that i can run it's old man runs but (laughs) um how do I, old men run? Um, well, apparently I did a three-minute mile Backwards? today. Oh. No, it was a complete goddamn lie. Saw one of my friends at... What? A three-minute three-minute mile? Three-minute mile. No, you didn't. No, That's I definitely... No. How? How did you do a three-minute mile? 
minute mile. Did you have a jetpack on? It's the the AstraZeneca. I, you know, my five G is through the roof. I've got a tail coming in quite nicely. It's a little <laughs> numb. I think you ran through what you thought was like a really fun trail and it was actually a wormhole in time. I think so. <clears throat> Cause it, I, I stopped at a light and waited for it to go. And then I got half a block and it's like five miles last mile in three minutes, 15. I'm like, Oh, you fucking Strava's drunk again. God damn it. But what I was thinking while I was running and it really annoyed me, much as many things do. But I don't know if either of you guys wear Carhartt stuff. What is that? It is a work brand. I've got a Carhartt hat. Uh, hats <laughs> hats aren't bad. Hats aren't bad. Because hat, hats are universal and They're so trendy. Whatever. <laughs> but it's a work like a workplace clothing and construction clothing clothing. thank you kind of like dickies yeah exactly like dickies kind of okay 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 Okay. but i will see oh i sound like such an old man but i'm okay with it i will see like kids wearing carhartt overalls (laughs) that have never worked manual labor in their (laughs) fucking life and never now you will. do sound like an old I man. know I do, but it's like you don't know what hardship is. And have like the neon You've never felt pain. The neon orange Carhartt toques, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I want to push your face. That's all I want to do. I don't even want to punch you. I just want to push your face. <laughs> You're the type of old man that like you get a snowball thrown at you, and then you like went and go and grab the kid and like make them eat a snowball after <laughs> I would probably whip one back, but I'd make sure there's you ice shove in it. it, shove it in their face. A little bit of dog and, pee. And pee on oh, it first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> make it turn around. Just pee on it myself. Whip it back at them. <laughs> need a pee snow cone. <laughs> but that was, that was my random thought for the day. And then also so right, right, right after my, my grumpy random thought, I thought of, how hipsters look like the nerds back in high school when I was going to school wearing yeah, like yeah. the Looney Tunes shirts and stuff like that, which is great. I get it. Fashion is cyclical. That's right. Right. Yeah. Sure. Is. I think that's right. But now the new hipster thing is moulets for gentlemen. Mullets, yeah. So, I've uh, noticed that they are making a comeback. So the bro, the bros very... are bringing the mullets back. Don't love that. I I don't. I I want to stay hip and trendy, but I also don't want Gavin to have a mullet ever. Oh, I would love to see Gavin with a <laughs> mullet. You know what I mean? No, you would. Oh, I so you would. A mullet and a really bad mustache. No. Oh, Gavin. No. It would be really bad because. Uh, he can't, he doesn't get the connectors. I, neither you know do I. Mean? Or no, it's right but here. He, right here is bald little spots. I get yeah, like he kind of has over. little spots. So I feel like it would be extra, extra, extra bad. Oh, I would love <laughs> it. Gavin, when yeah. you listen to this, tell April. He's going to. He always Moulet. listens. As soon as it comes out, he always listens first thing in the morning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell April, Moulet Gavin. Just Moulet him. <laughs> 
How do you do it though? You can't. You can't no, you can't just. What's she gonna do? Put extensions on him when he's not looking? Like, how do you she'll give put, someone a surprise she'll put, wallet? She'll put her mullet extensions in. How long before you think we're gonna shoot grooms with mullets? Next oh, year? God. It'll be next. Uh, when when a pig catch up? It'll happen. Or what? Two years behind? Yeah, I think. I mean, if you can pull it off, great. Yeah. But a mullet's a hard, hard ask. Although on the newest season of RuPaul, um, I forget the queen that has the mullet mm. and he mm-hmm. yeah. kills yep, it. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh my God. I was just watching. I, I finished it, but it was like a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. Who won? <sighs> I don't know. I, uh, I, I didn't see the finale. I, I didn't see the finale. Is we the got finale ha- even out? It, yeah, it is. We got halfway through it, but I'm very bored of it because it's it, they did it all at home. Oh. Because it, oh. it was during like lockdown and stuff and... You could tell Rue did not have his uh, his makeup people because he's wearing like a mat, like a belclava, basically a very fancy, nice belclava. But there wasn't makeup. Yeah, I saw those done. like the at home parts, but I yeah, I didn't know if they had announced the people yet. Anyway, sorry, we're talking about boring. Yeah. Stuff now. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, I guess Cameron, if people want to check out your work, where what's the easiest way to get a hold of you to see stuff? where where you're you're putting stuff where does out? one find a cameron elizabeth um, photo? instagram's the biggest so i'm at cameron elizabeth photo or cameron dot elizabeth dot photo or my wedding work is cameron dot elizabeth dot wedding so yeah you can find me on instagram or my websites are the same cameron elizabeth photo.com or cameron elizabeth things.com and make sure you're and then, oh you're, i was gonna say make sure you're you know following liking subscribing to everything she's doing because there will be um your workshop the yeah. the, the dates yes. and everything will be coming out find that yeah so we're our website stayclose.com um is gonna be updated with all the info this week so everybody can check that out and get on the wait list so our registration goes live in june um and yeah stay close um their instagram is just at stay close um, or you can follow me or Caitlin, which is at Caitlin and underscore, I believe on Instagram. So, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Right on. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening guys. For having me. So much <laughs> Thank fun. you so much for coming on Cameron. I was so I excited to, to chat with you. We've had a couple badass ladies on now in a row and this is great. Oh, I'm going to have right. to, I'm going to have to find a guy. I'm going to have to bro it up, <laughs> dude it up. We'll Not find like, some really with a mullet. With a mullet. Oh my mullet. god, that'd be and some amazing. Bros for and and <laughs> a big thank you to everybody that sent in stuff, um, stories. We obviously, you know, we love it when you do that. So keep them coming in, and you can, you know, head over to our social media stuff. Um, god, it's Stop. too late. Stop. Come on. At filters removed. At filters removed podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Dwayne just had a mild infarction. I, I, just, I just had a little mild heart attack. Tiny seizure. <laughs> little seizure. I saw bright lights. Um, both on Instagram and Facebook, Filters Removed Podcast. Or you can email us at filtersremoved at gmail.com. Do it. Send us all your dirty things. No one will ever know it's you. Ever. Whoa. I all know. I all know it's you. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.